Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire. If you're a coach who's ready to impact more lives, make more money, and create a life you love, you're in exactly the right place. Get the support you deserve as a female entrepreneur, master your coaching skills, grow your ideal business, and to honor your priorities in your personal life. Are you in? Let's get started with your host, best-selling author and master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Hey coach, welcome to this episode on grief where I have brought three experts, all of whom are contributing to the master coach training calls and curriculum. And they are going to talk with you about what grief can look like with your clients. We've got Krista St. Germain, who is a grief coach for widows and also teaches an advanced certification on grief and growth. We have Mickey Gardner, who is a co-parenting coach, and she is certified as a conscious parenting coach specifically. And also Sharon Wyrant, who works with women on chronic fatigue syndrome. It's interesting to hear the different ways that grief comes up for their clients. And my hope is that this will really enlighten you as to how you may want to learn more about grief and how to handle some of these scenarios with your own clients as well. Before we get started, I want to make sure you all know that Master Coach Training 2024 is enrolling right now. Make sure that if you have not yet signed up for a call, you go to mollyclaire.com where you can submit your application and book a call. I am enrolling each applicant personally, so I would love to speak with you and help to answer any of your questions about this holistic master coach training. You'll also find that on the website, there is a webinar for you. It's got a mini training and Q&A all about master coach training. Those of you that are already coming and enrolled, I am so excited to work with you and just cannot wait for this to be such a magical space of of growth and inner transformation. So, all right, here we go. Let's dive on into this week's episode on grief. All right, so I have three powerhouse women again here on the podcast Krista St. Germain, who is a grief coach, Mickey Gardner, who is a conscious parenting coach, specifically co-parenting, and Sharon, the amazing best-selling author of Tired But Wired, Chronic Fatigue Coach. So welcome, all of you. I'm going to go ahead and have each of these women just share who you are and what you love to do. And then we're just, I just have so many questions for all of you. So Krista, welcome. Tell us a little about what you do. Thank you, Molly. Always, always happy to be in the same Zoom room with you. So I, as you said, am Krista St. Germain, and I specifically love helping widowed moms. I think there's this place in grief, which we can talk about. I call it a grief plateau, but a lot of my clients get stuck there. My husband died in 2016, and that's almost where I got stuck, right? Mm -hmm. Like I survived those early days of grief and then kind of got to a place where I couldn't really imagine that I could ever be truly happy again. And that's what I love helping women figure out is how do you really love life again when the life you thought you wanted is not an option anymore Mm -hmm. and the person you really wanted to do life with has Mm -hmm. died. So that's what I do. Yeah, I love it. And of course, we'll talk more about, you know, on this episode, we're kind of talking about 
grief and the different facets of it. And I thought that's why I thought this would be such an interesting group because each of you are working with your clients in different, I guess, different ways that grief shows up, right? Different ways we experience it. And of course, Krista, you offer an advanced grief certification too. So, And I'm also obsessed with post-traumatic growth. So my advanced certification is grief and post-traumatic growth. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And Krista will be teaching in the master coach training, of course, in the coming year. So Mickey, tell us about you. Hi. Hello. I'm Mickey Gardner. I am a conscious co-parenting coach. And I really focus on helping moms post-divorce or separation learn how to co-parent with confidence, clarity, and calm. Really learning how to navigate the process because there's a lot of complexity to it and how to do it from a peaceful place even when your ex doesn't change. Yeah. One thing I was thinking about as we were planning to record this is that it's so funny for me to say this now because it seems so obvious, but I never really understood the grief mm-hmm. that comes with divorce and that I very much experienced, but didn't label it as that. And so, of course, as you're helping them co-parent, that grief can will come up and get in the way, can get in the way, if not. Right? It, abs- it absolutely does. And I don't think that it's one of those times in life where people really sort of identify grief or are necessarily expecting it. But when you have the death of the family that you thought you had, the dreams that you thought you had for your future, when all of that is gone, it really is a grieving process. And to be able to help women go through that and and grow through it is really what I try to help focus on because it's not talked about all that often. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And Mickey, of course, has contributed in my advanced certification and will be teaching a class this summer in master coach training. So, so excited. Okay. Sharon, tell us what you do. I feel so connected to all of you at a personal level and also because <laughs> yes. of what you do, right? I'm Sharon Wyrant and I am a chronic fatigue coach. I love helping women, although I have had a few men work with me as well, reclaim their energy from whether they have CFS ME, they have chronic fatigue from an autoimmune condition, if they have fatigue from burnout, chronic stress, it all affects our, our energy level. And along with helping people reclaim their energy, we do have to work through that grief process because it's a time when you might we might be revisiting the death of a loved one, the death or a end of a chapter in their in their life, whether that's a marriage, a partnership, a career. We have to work through all of that. So then that allows the energy to come back as you start to redesign and, and recreate what it is you want from your life. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons, and of course, Sharon, you're going to be teaching in the Master Coach training this summer as well. But I wanted to bring all of you here together, of course, because we're talking about grief. And I've been talking a lot about this holistic view of coaching, right? Because if those of you listening, if you could see these women as they're talking, and especially I was watching as Sharon was talking, kind of motioning toward the body, right? And how those emotions come up in the body. And so we're talking about grief. We're also talking about how having an understanding of how the brain, the body, emotions, nervous system, and all those 
all those approaches to coaching really matter and how when we can see them all, we can coach so much more effectively, right? And Sharon, as you were talking, I was just thinking, I know when I got hit with chronic fatigue, I was in my early 30s. I had young kids and I experienced a lot of loss and grief and sadness as to like, you know, what happened? I was high energy. I was involved with my kids. I was doing all the things. And now I'm on the couch. I'm doing the bare minimum. And it was hard. It really was. I, I would say it felt like a lot of grief and loss. And I don't think I realized at the time that that's what I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. I'd love to understand, and I'll just throw this out there and you can all speak up or just if some of you have an answer to this, but I'd be curious to know how grief specifically comes up for your clients. I'll give you an example, right? So for me, as I'm working, well, it comes up in all kinds of ways, right? But as I'm working specifically with moms in building their business, for example, there's so much grief even in what they believed their life was going to be like, how they believed their kids were going to turn out, right? So in that space, that's often how it can come up for people. When I'm coaching people in their business and building their business, there's often a lot of conflict between business and personal life. And lo and behold, what comes up? Grief, sadness, loss about how their marriage is versus how they wanted it to be, right? So it can come up in all of these different ways. But I'd love to hear from each of you kind of how and where you see it coming up for your clients or how it manifests even. I feel like mine is, you know, <laughs> so, not so surprising. Yeah. Right. Um, but also in some ways, it really is surprising because I think mm -hmm. so often when my clients, they're, they're all widows, they're all humans identifying as women and therefore as widows, maybe not necessarily married, but having had children lost their person, that's the loss they tend to think about, right? That primary mm -hmm. loss is mm -hmm. the loss of, of the person. But what you find is that, you know, nobody really talks about secondary losses unless you're in the grief world. Mm -hmm. What they're often struggling with is so, so much more sometimes the secondary losses, mm -hmm. all the things, you know, so the, the primary loss being the loss of their person, the secondary loss being all the other knockoff impacts of the loss of that person on their lives, all the mm -hmm. other ways they thought life was going to go or life should have gone. So it's sometimes losses they can't even imagine yet because they yes. haven't happened. Yeah. Right. And we're yeah. kind of navigating them in real time. Yeah. And then also sometimes it's it's the loss of what they thought their relationship should have been like in the past. Mm. Right. Or yes. the, the person they thought they should have been in that relationship. Yeah. And so it's it does seem like, you know, it's easy to say, well, you know, grief is just sadness or loneliness or, you know, something simplistic, but but really it's there's many layers. It it doesn't stop. And so much of what we have to work through just it hasn't even happened. Yeah, yeah. And I think as you were talking, this is kind of funny because everyone, every one of you listening right now is pretty bought into coaching, right? We're speaking to coaches here. But, you know, as, as Krista was talking and I was just thinking about what a gift it is to your clients that you understand all of that, right? Because for most people, they lose their partner, they lose their spouse. Most people in their life don't really know or understand that. So just another reminder to all of you as coaches, whether it's grief or whatever you help your clients with, just really matters to show up and, and hold that space for those things they don't even know they need space held for. 
I think too, it shows up so often. I think, you know, Krista was just saying about the secondary losses. It's the things that you don't even realize, yes. right? That where grief shows up and so many people aren't able to necessarily identify their emotions or feelings outside of, you know, the basic sad, mad, glad. So it all just sort of gets put in the sad bucket and nobody wants to be in the sad bucket. And mm-hmm. so I find that that's often with clients, there's a resistance and not wanting to, you know, they are sad, they are grieving, but not understanding what's happening, how yes. to identify it really. And then most importantly, how to move through it, how to yes. experience the grief, because it does come in, as we all know, in waves, it's yeah. not one yeah. and done. It's a process It's going, you know, and then it happens again. And there's a frustration with why does it keep coming back and learning how to understand what it is, and how to move with it in life, mm-hmm. I think is a really valuable tool for a lot of people. And I know yeah. for the moms that I work with, there's the shattered relationships, there's the dreams that are no longer there or the family that you thought. And then oftentimes, you know, a lot of my clients have experienced infidelity, which right, there's right. a whole new level of grief on top of that and shame. And so all of those things, it becomes a really muddled, hard place to process on your own. And as you were talking, and one thing I also, I want to have you speak up, Sharon, as well next about how you see grief manifesting. But but I also, as I'm hearing from you, you know, both of you so far, Krista and Mickey, the next thing I'd like to really talk about is kind of how you see this holistic approach supporting your clients in this, right? Because there are ways we can help them with a cot. Like, I, I like to think of it as like, what is the entry point that a client needs at a given time? Is it the entry point of cognitive work? Is it the entry point of emotions or the body? You know, what are these different options? And so with these emotions and these experiences that tend to be pretty big and complex, I think we almost we almost have to have that broader view to actually be supportive and effective in the way that they need it, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay, Sharon. Sharon, yes. Yeah. So with with my clients, I kind of see a, a variety. On one hand, I might see such deep resistance to wanting to go down or to even explore or even talk about their sadness. But yes, you know, for me as a coach, I, I can clearly see it through, you know, mm-hmm. their body motions, how they're holding themselves, wh- what they're looking at or not looking at to I have some clients who really want to start exploring and I just try, I try to support them with, with those areas, you know, through questioning. And then I have some other tools that we can, that really helps people to allow the flow of the emotion while they're able to start peeling away the onion to mm-hmm. have an idea of what they are really grieving. Cause mm. a lot of the times when they come to me, they, ha- they don't know they're all focused in on what's wrong with my body. Why am I so sick? Why is this happening to me? Yes, that we yes. have, we really have to look at it from all sorts of different perspectives. Yes, absolutely. And I think, and I know Sharon, you do a lot of work with the body, a lot of emotion mm-hmm. work. I do. Of- yeah. You know, when you were talking about, and I know many of you listening can relate to this personally (laughs) and probably with your clients that feeling some of those emotions, I mean, it's easy for us to say, just feel the emotions, 
their only feelings. <laughs> but some of these feelings, you know, they're they feel like so much. And I know that I can just say in my, you know, personal journey over the last several years of just really not wanting, I just remember popping out of my mouth when I was with my coach, you know, like, I'm just afraid that if I open up this sadness, like it's just going to completely shut me down. If I open this door, I'm just going to be so deeply sad and depressed forever. And so I think that fear is there, which again is the value in us being able to, I feel like just kind of hold our client's hand and like tiptoe them into being with these emotions in a way that's tolerable, right? Instead of overwhelming. So yeah, I'd love to hear from you just kind of going back to this idea of how you personally see having this more whole view of different ways you can help your clients makes a difference versus just kind of having a one size fits all approach. Well, I'll just like to dive in on this because the way I discovered how to have a holistic approach is a big part of my, you know, my, my journey and how I discovered that it was more than mindset work that I needed to reclaim my own energy. I started this way back in 2015, where I was feeling like I had no purpose. The the chapter of my own career that I worked really hard in was coming to a close. And I think I sensed that. Mm -hmm. And so, so there was some grief for me there. And it literally just kind of felt like these dark clouds Mm -hmm. coming, coming over. So I did some more um, emotion-based coaching. Then I went to mindset coaching. And with the mindset coaching, I changed an awful lot of of how I viewed things. But I remember having a coach tell me, because I was still so tired, I was going through my toxic mold detox. And this coach was basically telling me it was was my thinking around being tired all the time. And Mm -hmm. if I just had a different belief and it wasn't working. And so a program that you referred me to Molly was very, very well eye-opening and, and life-changing for me because it was one technique that just really helped me to get into my body, feel it. And then it literally, which I described in my book about, it felt like there was this champagne bottle just smack dab in my chest with mm. the cork right here. And as we were doing, we were doing a tapping session and all of a sudden it was like everything just went, it it was the release. And it was Mm -hmm. stuff that I really didn't, as you said, I didn't, you didn't want to explore because you're, you were afraid that it was just going to take you down. And it was so gentle. And this was over um, several sessions with, with my, my coach doing this, that, I mean, that, that was it. And all of a sudden it just slowly I started feeling my energy come back. Yeah. And I think that as you were talking, I was thinking, what a good example of how I think sometimes one approach can work for a while or can work for certain things and then it doesn't anymore, right? Correct. Or you can you can be in a moment where, okay, the cognitive mindset work is helpful in these ways, not so helpful in those ways, because I was thinking about what you were saying about your thoughts about being tired. Because I know for me, for example, when I have like a chronic fatigue crash or if I get sick and I notice my fears start coming up about, oh, no, am I going to be tired forever now? Right. I can both 
for me, use that cognitive space of helping to keep perspective, right? But then really attuning to what my body needs instead of trying to override the message that my body's giving me. I was excellent. I was a professional at at overthinking. And what I've learned is that you can't think your way into healing. No, you cannot. You cannot. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I shared a little about my experience over the last few years. And it was actually, I had hired Krista St. Germain, who's right here, to help (laughs) me with mindset work. Because I was like, I need a coach who's just going to like, I... I thought I needed Krista and turns out I did, but not for the reasons that I thought. And we did some work and that's when Krista, you know, you are the one that really opened the door to saying like, I, you need something different here because I think you could tell there was a nervous system activation, there was some trauma happening and it was what I needed. And at that point in time, I really had to shut down all the cognitive work I was doing pretty much. Because it was, it not only was it not helpful, but it was, I was using it against myself and it needed to stop. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. See, so this, this episode could go for such a long time. We (laughs) talked about that before we started. I got to, I got to keep it reined in so we don't keep you here all day. Okay. Mickey, tell us what about you for, for having that holistic view and approach? Yeah. I mean, I think piggybacking on what was just said, you know, if, if we could just mindset our way to everything, it would be oh, so easy. Would be great, right? No feelings involved, please. There's no feelings. But if there's one thing that we are really good at, especially women, is suppressing our feelings. Mm-hmm. We have been taught from popping out of the womb to suppress and that our feelings are not valid, that they aren't safe, that we shouldn't have them. So with all of this messaging and, you know, couple it with all of the good girl kind of, you know, be quiet messaging, basically all it says to us is don't feel your feelings and do what you can to suppress them. And then I think we have to look at it. There's feelings and emotions. You know, as I see it, feelings come from thoughts, right? Which we've all learned. Most of us coaches like love the model. But then there's emotions, which are energy and motion. And these are the things that just sort of happen, right? Grief. You lose something, you feel it everywhere, right? That's not coming from your thinking. That's coming from emotion, energy and motion in your body. And so I think we have to look at it in a different perspective of what we know, what we don't know. And all of this, our full body, you know, our mind is only a tiny percentage of our body, we have to really learn to step into energetically, spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of it to be able to process some of these really big feelings that people are experiencing, like grief, sadness, anger. So I think we all need to have a better, more holistic understanding and approach so that we can navigate what's going on or direct someone right? Where they need to go. It might not be that you have every answer because we don't have all the answers, but I think broadening our perspective so that we can, in our sort of tool belt to be able to help identify what's going on and help them navigate that journey. Yeah. And I think, you know, as you were talking, Mickey, those of you listening, I did an episode talking about Well, there have been a couple of episodes regarding therapy versus coaching. And I also talked about this a couple of weeks ago when I had interviewed Leah and Lindsay and Melanie and talked about kind of like 
where is this line between Mm -hmm. coaching and therapy, right? Is it blurry? Is it clear? And I just want to reiterate that there is there is space of crossover for sure. And I think where we can be more effective, better equipped as coaches and more ethical is when we do have a broader perspective so that we can be effective at the things we do as a coach and then know when we do need to refer out, right? Mm -hmm. And what things really are outside of our scope. And so I think having that more whole view helps us to more easily do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Krista, what about you? Thoughts about more of a holistic approach? Yeah, I just remember kind of coming into this work and not really having what we would call a holistic approach. Um, yes, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> um, and and just looking back and reflecting on, you know, in, intentions being in a very good place, of course, and and always a desire to help, but just how not having a holistic approach can limit your idea of what help can look like, mm-hmm. right? When you think about spousal loss, for example, and you're feeling a lot of sadness or a lot of loneliness or a lot of what what we might classify as quote unquote negative emotions of grief, it could be really easy to think that, you know, what a person wants is to not feel those things anymore. And I think some of the tools that I initially used I was kind of using to that end of like, let me help you identify why you are feeling the way that you are feeling so that we can change the way that you are feeling. Yeah, let's let's identify how we can easily turn that off right at the root. <laughs> right, right. As though, which I feel like the more holistic approach is, as though feelings are problems. Right, right. Right, which they aren't. As though the goal after a loss is to not feel certain emotions and mm-hmm. only feel others, mm-hmm. you know, which is not. I know you know, most of the women that I work with would not want to be happy that their person died. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much, how do I think differently so I can feel differently? It's like, how do I think about how I am feeling so I can support myself? Yeah. Which is, which is again, a a broader stroke. Yes. Yeah. I wish when you said that, you know, those of you listening, I wish you could see the video because all the heads on video started nodding. Yes. That's really what it is, right? Right. How do I support myself in this? And, and that's one of the things that, that I'm really big on helping my clients with. What's interesting, right, is I, of course, I'm teaching advanced coaching and advanced coaching techniques and, you know, master coach training and such. And a lot of the work I do with my clients is I'm coaching them in their business, right? So why in the world would grief come up there? But wow, it sure does, right? And so that's what's been interesting is that like, being trauma-informed and me having kind of this broader view and a broader approach, it is 100% relevant as I'm working with women building their business. Because as they're building their business, they're realizing they're coming up against this deep, deep stuff that's telling them that they can't make money or they're not worthy or they don't have permission or they don't have choices. And so it's just, it's always just such a reminder to me that as human beings, we are so complex and we have so much going on inside and we have so much we've inherited from the generations before. So no matter what type of coach you are, no matter what you're coaching people on, you just absolutely have to understand that humans are multidimensional and require a multifaceted approach, at least the awareness. Yeah. So... Nikki, you are smiling. I feel like I want to be, I want to know what's happening in your brain. (laughs) I just thought it was such an excellent point. It's like, we are, we're so complex. 
Yet we want these, just give me the right answer. Just tell me how to fix it. Just tell me how to change it. And that's our, I mean, we all sort of have that desire just to get it done, but, you know, to really be able to step in and teach people how to navigate their life going forward, Mm -hmm. they need a lot of tools to do that. Right. And it's not just one way or the other. And so I, yeah, it made me smile because, you know, it'd be great if we could just have one tool that worked for everything. It would be great. Right. Yeah. And I think I want to speak to that just a little bit, because even going along with the telling people what to do and the strategy, I think that's the beautiful thing is that when we have a broader view and we know how, you know, the different approaches, sometimes it is giving a specific tool or strategy or plan, right? But we can do it in a way where our clients are actually able to do it and able to be successful because we're looking at the whole person, right? Which is like, is everything. Yeah. 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 And I think like giving clients opportunities to experiment and be playful with different types of tools so that they put themselves in the position of expert on what works for them, given what's going on for them, knowing that it might be different yesterday than it's going to be, you know, in two weeks, but, but giving them options and tools and the ability to experiment with those so that they have a felt experience of what would work best for me in this moment. I'm always changing the tools I'm working with. Yeah. For myself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think also it's kind of like, I think as we become more skilled and more knowledgeable as coaches, it becomes easier for us to support our clients in understanding what will work for them as well, right? As we help them kind of play with different things. And as we also take different approaches with them and they experience how those work differently for them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so one thing I would love to know because I know I can say for myself that, so I trained in 2014. In 2015, I signed up for a master coach training through the Life Coach School. And I did it because I wanted business help, actually. So this is a funny story. My sister and I were on our way to our first mastermind. And she said, Molly, you cannot let me sign up for master coach training. And I said, oh, I won't. I said, I'm not signing up for that. My coaching is fine. I need help with business. This is what I said to her, which is hilarious to me now to think back at how little I knew and how big my confidence was, right? And so we get there and we hear the spiel about master coach training. And I look over at her and I said, Oh, I'm doing that. And she's like, wait a minute, what? You were supposed to be the one to keep me from doing this. So, but here's here's my point in, in telling this story is that I wanted help with business and definitely there is business strategy, right? There is no question about that. But I kind of fell into expanding my coach, that first step at least in expanding my coaching ability sort of by accident, right? But what I noticed for me is that the more skilled I became and the more confident I became, right? First with master coach training and then training coaches and creating curriculum and advanced, like all of these things, the greater confidence I've had and and especially the confidence I've had that I really can be the right support for my clients has been a huge confidence booster for me in terms of building my business, right? And making offers and charging So I'd be curious to know, to hear from each of you, how has your, as your skills and your knowledge has grown and expanded, how has that impacted you in terms of being able to, 
be businesswoman, right? Have have do the business part of of your business. Yeah. To me, so much of being successful in business is believing that you can help. Right. Yeah. And so truly, if if I believe that and and as I have learned more and you know taken different courses and done different certifications and just to continue to learn and grow and and educate myself. My confidence grows, my ability to help my clients grows. I just, it just oozes into every part of the business. It can't not. I, I don't think I'll ever reach a point where I believe I'm done learning or that there's there's not more to learn or that right. I I know better than my clients. I never, I never ever want to be in that place. Uh, but I love the feeling that when somebody's in front of you and you just know with every fiber of your being that you can you've got something for them, mm-hmm. right? It's such a good feeling. And that really is what leads to making you want to make offers and want to overcome objections and do the things yeah. that are required to do to, to get people in your program and then get them the results. You got to have yes. the confidence. Yeah. And I think, and and I want to hear from you as well, Mickey and Sharon on this, but I wanted to just mention also that, you know, one of the things that I think it's important for coaches to remember is that you can have a very successful thriving business with a lot of warm referrals when you lead with great coaching, right? Now, I know Krista, your business is, you know, when you have a business like yours, you definitely have to know some marketing and sales, right? When you're wanting a million dollar plus business. But I think sometimes we don't realize there are a lot of different ways that you can have a business, right? And I think people get people forget sometimes the value in competent and confident coaching, even in the marketing space, right? And sales space, because it makes a difference for sure. I, I know you ha- you've you already interviewed Melanie and your audience uh-huh. probably now loves her, but she is such a good example of that. Uh-huh. Who She literally does no marketing. No. Because she's so good that we're all shouting it from the rooftops. No, I know. I know. Yeah. She like, does I mean, no. Yeah, her it, website. I mean, I love you, Melanie, but your website. I like, know, I know. It's true. I'm like, this is the website. And all she does is she just shows up and, and so- creates this healing space. She does magical work. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, can you help me more? And can yeah. you help all these people? Yeah. Exactly. And throwing money at her exactly. because she's so good. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, Mickey, how about you? How have you seen your expansion of your skills help you as a business owner? Yeah, I think I want to take this from the sort of one-to-one coach because Mm -hmm. that's who I am and really working one-to-one with people. And especially I think when you're a newer coach, right? It can feel like we have to have all of the, like there's so many sort of, you could just live in the certification trying to get more and more, right? right? (laughs) Yeah. And it's amazing. And I think what I've noticed is the more that I expand my knowledge and then learn how to bring that back, right? Actually sort of not just use it in my own life, but then how do I learn to apply it to my clients? Mm-hmm. It creates so much more confidence. Mm-hmm. And that confidence spills over into your business, into how you present everything. But I think it's so important to have this holistic approach and really being willing to expand because I mean, just the other day, I had a new client. I have sort of my, I know high level, you know, this is how we're going to start and this is what's going to happen. And she came in last week and 
right now there's the Israeli-Palestinian war going on. And this was week two. I had my agenda. I knew where we were headed. And she said, I grew up in Israel and we had to leave because of the war. And she was in full PTSD. Mm -hmm. And I think looking back at it, I was so grateful for the training and the work that I've done that, that I had the ability to sit with her and process because I, I bring it up because I think our clients, you know, they're always expanding and things are always happening. And really just knowing that you have the knowledge not to fix anything, but Mm -hmm. to be able to bear witness to what's going on for someone to hold space, to Mm -hmm. help them process if that's appropriate. But in that moment, we just needed to walk through the grief of what she was experiencing and feeling. And there was no work to do. Mm -hmm. There was just space to be held. And so it was one of those reminders to me that it's really our duty and responsibility, I think, as people who are in the healing space to continue to know and to work to be that presence for them because they need they need yeah. that. Why we're doing this. And yes. And as you were talking, I was thinking about how true that is that not only not only are human beings complex, but for on, on a week to week basis, right? My client today is going to be different than she was last week. She's in a different frame of mind, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, and for all the one-to-one coaches out there, I know that I'm raising my hand to being in this boat thinking we're not doing enough, right? We don't have the the groups and the this and the impact, but you helping your clients, I know me helping my moms, that helps their children, that helps their ex, that helps their friends, that helps their family. And when we want to make impact in this world, that's the ripple effect. And so really standing firm and grounded in helping, whether it's groups, whether it's one-to-one, whatever you're doing, doing the best that you can and coming at it from that energy and that holistic approach, I think is just, it's underrated, but we all Mm -hmm. need it. And I want to point out too, all the people that never actually pay you but are impacted by the work that you do, right? 100%. The reels, the posts, the emails, the podcasts, whatever it is. It always amazes me how I'll hear from someone who I've never actually encountered and something that I wrote way back when made a difference, right? Because I decided to to write it, to speak up, to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Sharon, how about you in terms of, you know, expanding in knowledge and growth and skill and confidence and how that spills over into you as a business owner? It really brings a sense of confidence and to take my imposter, kind of put her to the side mm-hmm. and remind her, you know, come on, we've got this. We know what we're mm-hmm. doing. It has just brought that wave of confidence and really wanting to get the message out that, hey, this work can really help you and help you, re, you know, reclaim your energy, create that, that life that you're, you're looking for. But what I also have to say is that it has also brought to me how I express myself a little bit more publicly, you know, in the past, I would be, you know, just sit in the background and kind of, you know, wait for somebody to call on, on me, you know, sit in the back, back of the room, but now I'm, I'm speaking up more. And as you just mentioned how, you know, people that I don't even know that might follow me on social media will say something. I love what you, what you write. 
And even if I'm not writing about my business, I might be writing about, you know, some event I may have done with my dog or something. And I always put a little something in there to help people with the expansion with knowledge that, you know, they're being human. Uh, I just remember a friend of mine that I knew through the dog sports that I do. And she says, my mom loves following you. She loves what you have to say. I don't, and I don't, I don't know her. So as I've expanded, as I've built my knowledge and my experience, yeah, that confidence comes with wanting to help more. You know, I love, I love the one-on-ones. I love going real deep with, with, with people, but I'm realizing that especially with people with chronic fatigue or have an illness stemming from, from burnout or an autoimmune, they may not have the energy to actually do Mm one-on-one. So I am in the middle of creating a group program where they can start to build upon the tools to create a pool of energy so that then they can start getting a little bit deeper. I love it. We're going to wrap it up here in just a second, but I want to share just from my perspective as I'm, you know, speaking to all of you coaches that there is a, there is definitely a spillover in your confidence and your certainty in how well you're serving your clients and the boldness with which you offer your services. How easy it is for you to make an offer, to set your pricing, to sell your coaching. Because if you're having all of this doubt and insecurity, which by the way is normal, right? It's not like, oh, you shouldn't be having that. No, you are. But pay attention to it. Make sure that you are clear for yourself on the skills you have and that you offer and the skills that you don't and you don't offer or the skill gaps that you may want to fill, right? So that you can expand what you can do. But I just want to emphasize that while the abilities and skills of coaching are different than the skills of selling and marketing, it would be crazy to think that there is not spillover because especially as coaches who want to help people, we are not going to feel an integrity if we don't feel like we can really help people and we're asking them to give us money, right? So it it definitely matters. So if there's insecurity there, clean it up, whatever that looks like. Anything else any of you wanted to share before we wrap up? I don't want to cut you all off if something came to you and you wanted to share something. When you What you were just talking about with maybe feeling that uncertainty, go within your body. Where do you feel that? And get curious about it. Because there may be something under underneath that, which is preventing you from stepping out as that coach to, to setting your prices, to building your program mm-hmm. and get really curious about it. Because as you resolve what that is, you're just going to, you're going to find that expansion within yourself to then step out into that spotlight. Yes. I love it. And one thing that I I wanted to mention just as we wrap up. And then of course, I want to, I would love to have each of you share where people can find your work specifically as we wrap up as well in a minute here. But just kind of bringing this full circle, my hope is that all of you listening are understanding the value in having a broader view. This doesn't mean that the coaching style that you have or the main approach that you take shouldn't be your main thing because absolutely it can, right? 
And I think when when you can understand more about the brain and the body and the nervous system and just the complexity of human beings, it allows your style and your coaching approach to be even more effective for sure. And just on the topic of grief, you know, just being mindful that your clients and you will have grief come up in so many ways. So it's so vital to to learn about it and to understand it. So, which is why I'm so glad Krista, of course, is going to be teaching some grief work in the Master Coach training curriculum. Mickey will be teaching some conscious parenting work. And of course, Sharon will be teaching some of her chronic fatigue work and, and energy and um, the specialty work that she does. So it's going to be amazing. Hopefully, I'm going to see many of you there. And I would love for all three of you women to share where people can find you if they want to do more of your work specifically with you. So Krista, we'll go, we'll go with you and then Mickey and Sharon. Yeah. So coachingwithkrista.com is where everything can be found. So basically, if you are a coach, you know, your opportunity, unless you're also a widow and a mom, opportunity to work with me is through my advanced uh, certification, which is, I don't know when this airs, but probably about a week from now as we're recording it, releasing. But then also almost everybody knows a widow. Mm-hmm. And all those widows that you know feel like no one is seeing them or recognizing them. Uh, and so just referring people to listen to the Widowed Mom podcast is so appreciated from from me and also from the widows who have yet to discover it. So, And of course, if you want to learn about grief and you're not a widow, you can just disregard the word widow and listen anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Amazing. Mickey, how about you? My website is just my name, mickeygardner.com. And I think the majority, the thing I'm most proud of is probably my podcast, which is Co-Parenting with Confidence. And like Krista just said, you know, there are so many people out there. I mean, divorce is so rampant at this point, especially post-pandemic, and really helping get the word out there that there's help. Because I think so many people go through divorce alone, and they think Mm -hmm. that they have to do it all on their own. and they are not understanding that there's help beyond just the traditional therapy and other things. And so I would appreciate sort of people referring that because it's it's important that we just learn to link arms and offer support and be there. And so that's really the podcast and Instagram. And what about your book, Mickey? When is your book coming out? What's happening? Thank you, Molly. (laughs) I'm like, um, I think there's a book. I'm so embarrassed. I got to get better at this. I did. I wrote a book. Thank you, Molly. So the People Pleaser's Guide to Co-Parenting Well is going to be released sometime in November. I will have the date soon. Um, Yes. So that will be coming out and hopefully that helps tons of people. And if they go to your website or your Instagram, they can find it and and buy it and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Everything It is happening this week, getting all integrated and uploaded and ready for the fun. So I can't wait. Awesome. Thank you. Sharon, how about you? Where can people find you and the work you do? They can find me at SharonWyrant.com. My last name is spelled W-I-R-A-N-T. And I have just one R in my first name. They can also find out about me through my book, Mm -hmm. Tired Yet Wired. I wrote this as one of my projects when I was working with Molly. And I talk about my own journey as well as just a handful of tools that helped me to reclaim my energy. And then lastly, I do have a 
a quiz out that you can take that's all about your fatigue archetype. So most people first figure out about their their fatigue, about maybe some behaviors that they do, because that's much more outward. And what we do through the quiz is we find out which of your fatigue archetype is out of balance. And then with some work with me, we rebalance that. But obviously within that, we go through some deeper, deeper levels. So for coaches, this work can be great with helping you to maintain that balance as you're building your business. But if you also have a loved one or a friend who is suffering from uh, chronic fatigue, whether that's CFS, ME, or they're just tired all the time, they're, they're burning out, working with me can really help them to get clear around what's making them burned out and to help them reclaim their, their energy so that they can create that, what it is they want out of their life. Yeah. Because people who have chronic illness, I mean, they they absolutely feel invisible. Friends mm-hmm. and family typically don't understand. And um, in our medical community, they are super busy. Mm-hmm. They don't quite have the time to investigate what's really happening. Mm-hmm. So between coaching, the emotional work, and just some, um, I help guide my clients with, you know, maybe different testing that they might want to consider or mm-hmm. what could be causing their 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 fatigue. It can be such a black hole of like information and where do I go and feeling dismissed by doctors or minimized and people not understanding. So I love all that work that you do. Yeah, love so. to support people through that. All right. Well, thank you so much to all of you for being here. Coaches, thank you for being here. You can check out where you can find these amazing coaches in the show notes. And of course, you can go to mollyclair.com to find out more about Master Coach Training that's coming up this year. We already have some phenomenal coaches that have joined and I cannot wait to see many of you there. I'll see you all or I'll talk with you all next week on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. Are you ready to build your amazing business with Molly as your coach? Check out www.mollyclair.com to find out about Masterful Coach Foundations and the 10K Accelerator Method. It's the ultimate support for you as a coach building your ideal life and business.